This week, our podcast sponsor is Iron Galaxy. Scream like a school kid. <laughs> With Capsule Force, an intergalactic retro anime multiplayer game now available on PS4 and stream. Visit CapsuleForce.com for more information. This is Open Ended Podcast. I'm Sir Vincent. And I'm James T. Green. Hey James. Hey Cher, how's it going? It's good, how are you? I'm doing good. This is a good week. This is a really good week because you are back. You are here <laughs> in the podcast studio, aka my house. Yeah, we're doing it from uh, your studio and your home. Yeah, because you just wanted to come here after drunk brunch. So yeah, okay. exactly. I was like, <laughs> I just can't get, like, I think I have other strength enough to like be on a bus for... 30 minutes i just could not handle it mm-hmm. yeah um but it's gonna be back and uh yeah we haven't been on in this this studio i guess months right yeah it's been months it's been, I think it's the been last, a while yeah i think the last episode we did here was probably the data you know algorithms episode yeah maybe that was a minute ago yeah well, that's okay. I mean, like, we had a pretty good week, I think. Like, you know, like, The Wiz came on TV. Yes, the Wiz was great. The blackest thing NBC's ever done. It was literally the blackest thing. <laughs> I felt so good about life and every single thing I can imagine. Everybody, everybody's face to beat to the gods. It yeah. Was great. Neo was hitting every bit. Oh, my gosh. The thing about Neo, like, we, the viewing party that I was with, we were like, is Neo a good singer? We're like, we're like kind of questioning that before he actually performed. And I'm like, oh, okay. He can, he gets, he got some, he got some skills. He's like, he's like a good mix between like, okay, I can dance. Okay. I can sing. And that's pretty much it. You right. I mean? But I also really liked that they made his like Tim, his tin uh, hat into like one of his hats, his signature hats. Oh yeah. <laughs> I think like the funniest tweet I saw was like, uh, Neo was like, I will do this only if I get to wear a hat. <laughs> the funniest tweet I saw was like, the, the costume direction was like, yep, Kanye wore all of these on his tour. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty accurate. <laughs> or also, um, I think it was Glenda, um, Glenda's dress. who was like, wait, wait and see. Someone's going to wire that at the BET B- mm-hmm. Awards. Yeah. yeah. And I was also like, really dig in the lions like main dreads yes i was all about that life i was all about that life i want to get some it was wonderful i want to get some and this is where y'all come in if you want to help me get some lion dreads (laughs) then you should go to openended.fm slash donate there you can become a subscriber to open-ended starting at a dollar a month you can help us do things like record in multiple places Mm -hmm. like we are right now yes um help me get lion dreads help Chair get a iron suit. Yeah, she's been always looking for one. Um, as well always. as continue to pay our guests like the wonderful Jen and Trin of Friendshipping last week. Yes, really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we're going to be starting off something really, really cool in a couple of weeks. Um, we're actually going to be getting together a special Christmas gift for our Patreon subscribers. Mm-hmm. So, if you aren't a member of Patreon right now, I suggest getting on that ASAP so you yeah. can get a special gift. It's going to be really rad. It is. Um, also, 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 make sure to rate us on iTunes. Yes, That's please. way people can know about our awesome show and continue to spread the word on mm-hmm. Twitter, Facebook, all that other shit that y'all use. Yeah, and, and, if, you, and if you are listening to it on a Wednesday, that's the best day to rate it because mm-hmm. when it first lands into mm-hmm. your subscription box or your podcast player, that's the best day to rate. Yeah, so do that. Um, also, <laughs> also, if you use overcast that ios 
podcast app on your phone or iPad or even on the computer, hit that little recommend button. There's like a star and there's a recommend that helps other people of Overcast let them know that you think this show is good. Mm-hmm. Recommend us. Yeah. Recommend recommendable. Us. Yeah. And, you know, help me get that lion mane dreadlock, John. And my iron suit. And your iron suit. We really appreciate it. So, we're really excited about this particular episode because we are going to talk about something near and dear to our hearts. Mm. What is that, Cher? Read receipts. Read receipts. The most terrible thing on the internet. Yeah, like it's a feature that's like, why do we need this? Who asked for this? (laughs) It's a feature where obviously somebody who really loved postal mail was like, we need read receipts to happen. Or a stalker. Or stalkers. <laughs> yeah. These motherfuckers here. Right, right. <laughs> well, special shout out to Rachel Hyman for mm-hmm. giving us this fantastic idea. Yes, it's so relevant. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yo, you should just like go out to at Come Through Girl, T H R U Girl. Her, just... her account now is private, but like, oh, you yeah. need to like, you need to figure out a way to get on it. Yeah. Like... No, no, don't harass her. Don't harass Rachel. <laughs> okay. Don't harass her. Sorry, I regret that. Yeah, but she talks a lot about read receipts, and I was talking to her the other day, and she was like, "Y'all should do an episode about read receipts." I was like, "Yeah, we should." So let's do that yeah, right now. Yeah. So how do you feel about them, Cher? Mm, not a fan. You, you don't? Not Why? a fan. Not even a little bit. Like, I I was on, I had a receipt feature on my phone. I didn't realize it. What do you mean by that? <laughs> that it was on my phone, and I didn't realize it was on. Really? Yeah. Oh, so, like, people were just, like, randomly knowing about, like, when you would say yeah to something. Yeah, a little oh, bit. That's awkward. Yeah, it, it was really awkward when I was like, this guy I was trying to avoid, and he realized I had read the receipts, and he texted me, I saw you read, saw this receipt, and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> that is bad. And I was like, uh, 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 I didn't know what to do, so I was like, oh, fuck, I guess I gotta contact him now. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it just makes it very... It makes you too available to some people. Yeah. Yeah. I really like this idea of like being available and like somehow kind of owning your availability by saying like, no, I don't want you to know if I have read this. Mm-hmm. I'll answer it my own time. Yeah. But it's weird because I feel like indifferent about read receipts, mainly because like they're good, especially for a lot of the things that don't necessarily warrant a response. Sure. Like for instance, oh, let me know when you made it home. And you have to send that super awkward, okay, or all right, or like thumbs up emoji. Mm-hmm. You know, if I just see you read it, then that acknowledges my existence. Yeah, you know what I mean? For sure. So I don't know. Like, it's good. It, there's a time and place for it. I just feel like certain people, i.e., people who need that instant gratification, mm-hmm. they rely on it too heavily. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. what would you say is like a pro of re receipts? A pro. <laughs> I guess like you had mentioned how if you were making sure a friend was getting home some pl- safely or like on a trip and they got to their destination safely mm-hmm. basically checking on people's um whereabouts I guess and not, not in a creepy way right but in a way they're like okay they made it to where they needed to be and that's fine that don't really necessarily warrant a response but then like on the flip of it you know when you do have a 
you have you think the thing about the thing about reading receipts that I don't like is that <laughs> you will read a text and you're like I don't need to text this, but the person who sent that text to you thinks they have to have a response to it, mm-hmm. and there's a weird like I don't it's a weird gray area. It's almost like it's for the other listener. Yeah, it's <laughs> I not, mean not listener, sorry, right? <laughs> other reader. Yeah, it's like it's not for you; it's right. for them, right? And so it's, it's for like, them to feel loved. Right. Receipts are for them to feel right. loved. Right, and it's like ah, that's not my job. So <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird. I'm not. I'm not here to make you feel loved. Yeah, like, <laughs> for, for certain people. Right. It's like that, that's not my job, man. Yeah. Sorry. I don't know. I was kind of thinking the same thing because it's like almost like receipts are like as far as the pro goes, like a validation of your existence. Sure. Which is so weird to think about. Yeah, and then it's like from a and also like it's artificial. It's artificial. It's artificial because it's from a, a it's from it's from this little computer. Like it's not valid. Like I'm not valid in your existence. This computer is. Yeah, but you've activated the read receipt though. The thing is, I thought I I didn't realize it was like I think mine was on factory settings. Is it a factory settings or no? I think it's turned on by default. And yeah, exactly. Apple is like hella thirsty. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and I didn't realize it. It was like it gone by for years, and I did not know it. And yeah. I was like, wait a minute, what? People know when I reach it. Yeah. And I didn't know how to turn it off mm-hmm. for months after that. So there was a time where I had like 80 plus messages just in my phone because I did not want to read them or whether I didn't want the people who saw those texts who sent those text messages to me knowing when I or when I decided to read them right so when I finally found out how to because I'm terrible and slow when it comes to certain technologies I was like oh there it is <laughs> welcome to open ended I know right <laughs> <laughs> and I turned it off and I was so so happy mm-hmm. but and then I was able to read those text messages and like oh god I'm glad I didn't read those messages when I was supposed to yeah but yeah. I think for me, my only pro for it is that it is the consistent conversation ender. Like yeah. it's like the period yeah. without just sending somebody. It's like it's like okay, it's like that awkward thing when you text with punctuation and people think that you're upset if you text with like a period at the end of your sentence. You there's a that's a thing that is so, a thing <laughs> then people must be always angry because like it was i always end the mind with attack with the pen or everything i always think if somebody texts me using correct grammar and a punctuation at the end that's me that they're always. upset because it's like it's almost like you're affirming like your thing like it's a declarative statement like for Shit, example am i texting wrong like, like this is kind of blowing my mind a little bit <laughs> am i sending the wrong message i'm sorry if i've texted no but like but think of that Paired with the read receipt, though, so it's like, for example, yeah, saying like, I can see that being like yeah. a very distinct kind of almost accusatory. Yeah, kind exactly. Of. It's like, oh, like for example, let's say we were going out to brunch, sure. all right? And I'm like, oh, I'm I'm canceling with you. Sure. You know what I mean? So I'm like, hey, sheriff, sorry, I have to bail out on brunch today. And then you say, okay, that's fine. And then you put a period at the end. That's, but I always do that though. But I immediately think like, yo, you are hella upset at me. <laughs> and then I and then yes. if I like respond back like, oh, my bad, and then add a read receipt on the end of that. Oh and it's like, oh, not only did you like end the conversation with this read receipt, but also you have this period at the end that's like, fuck you, nigga. Like, this is it. Oh my god. I <laughs> 
I want to take this moment to apologize <laughs> to anyone that I ever sent a text message to in response to like, okay, fine, bitch. Essentially, like instead of a bitch, be a period. Because clearly that's what I come off to the world. Oh yeah. my god, I didn't realize yeah. it was a theme. Yeah, well, at least to me. But okay. then again, like read receipts validate my existence. Oh so my god, <laughs> maybe I'm petty. <laughs> Maybe this is what this all comes down to. slash contact. Let me know. Am I petty? Tweet at me at underscore James C. Green. Let me know if I'm petty. And tweet at me at Share Musings if you think that I'm a cunt. Like, (laughs) because I need to know these things. Maybe we should do, like, you know how Twitter has those polls now? Yeah. Yeah. Am I a bitch? Yes or no? Yeah, nah. And it's it's just one. (laughs) One, like, no, you're cool. Hmm. Yeah. So you got the pro. All right. That's fine. That's fine. But, like, the kind of the cons, you know what I mean? So it's like, the big one i think we were talking about earlier like the pressure of having to answer back like yeah, it's like all right pressure it's, yeah. is super real and unlike me i did not know they had like for like, remember like i did not know i had read receipts for a year like a solid year mm-hmm. of having this phone i was like i'm just minding my own business reading receipts and then like going with my life and never knowing that it's on the other end was probably waiting for me to respond mm-hmm so the con of that is is knowing that someone out there knew that I saw it and never responded. And that's mm-hmm. a con. Like that's like a total like a bad feeling that I'm like having yeah. now. And it's like, oh wow, I just did that to that person. And that's a really shitty thing. And that kind of weird awkwardness that like gray area mm-hmm. read of, receipts are like snitching like read receipts it totally snitch is a little you. trick because like <laughs> yeah she made shit but she responded oh go with the run go with the run yeah exactly. that's what it is yeah that's for, up. for me the big thing is like all the hoops that i have to jump around just to not show that i've read the message listen, <laughs> listen like okay. sliding down notification center to read it the but then not month, tapping it that's six month period where i didn't know how to open it without sending that because i didn't know how to turn off my receipts but i didn't realize yeah. that was a thing the struggle was real i was like i don't want to respond to this but i also don't want them knowing that i don't want to and that blue to dot it. is just sitting next and to it's the just message sitting for like there two and, months and like i had like a badge just like getting bigger and bigger i'm like yeah. i don't know what to do you're like one two three eighty <laughs> like yeah yeah but like we're not even like going to talk about the biggest snitch in a room and that's facebook messenger with not only the lowest of the low petty read receipt but we're also talking about the such and such has seen this message in a group message yes and like it's like and then my fuck like because i'm i'm a a couple of group messages and it's like when multiple people have seen it Mm -hmm. can we just agree that like facebook messenger is a fuck boy if i were a Yeah, I just, I, I just, know, I just absolutely hate the the check mark. The check mark sucks. Yeah, um, the check mark is nothing. Nothing. I like Facebook Messenger as it's like the features have questionable merits, but mm-hmm. the actual Messenger is great. Mm-hmm. It's how I communicate with most of my friends who live abroad or mm-hmm. travel. But yeah, and that's the weird thing about the positive too. I mean, like for example, I've used Facebook Messenger to set up uh, studio visits with mm-hmm. folks, and the read receipt has helped because, for instance, let's say I contact them like a week ago, mm-hmm. and we're having a back and forth, like confirming a date, and then I see like I'm waiting for them to respond back, and. I see the check mark that they've seen it. So I'm like, okay, they've seen it. So now I'm going to send a follow up email. Right. So it has its merits. It's yeah, weird. Yeah, it totally does. And like, again, just knowing someone's seen it, it is good, but it's in the context of True. the way 
it's being seen. Like, if it's in a weird, like, you know, relation, like, for me, the most awkward ones are in a relationship kind of context where it's like, I'm pissed at you or, like, I don't want to be with you or I'm, like, trying to get extract myself from this relationship or whatever partnership I'm in that time and I don't, but I also want to just get this bubble away from my phone. So mm-hmm. it's hard to, like, have that re-receipt on there, like, ugh, I don't want them ever knowing that I ever got the text message because mm-hmm. I just like, oh, I never got that text message. But I, I can't say that if I saw a read receipt on it. Right. So it's like, ugh. Mm-hmm. Like it says a trick. It's like, damn it. Mm-hmm. Can I live though? Yeah. And I think like it would be helpful if there was like, all right, this is like our special chat with app designers mm-hmm. and platform developers. Hi. Yeah. If you're Hi. listening, let us have read receipts for certain contacts. Yeah. That would be really good. Yeah, like, like, you can, like, I feel like if you could have it so you can um, choose the people that you would want to have the re-receipts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be really Like good. a filter. Yeah. Like, like, I would like these people to have the re-receipt option. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. That would be really, really helpful. For not, the just things a, like not just the, a, yeah. not a blanket for everyone. <laughs> yeah. A blanketed like, re-receipt for all. Yeah, yeah. Having re-receipts on all the time is like the equivalent of giving every single person in your phone the key to your house. Right. Or a cookie or something like or that. Or a cookie. It's like, like, yeah, I don't want to just bake a cookie just for like my two good friends. I want to bake a cookie for all 500 people. Right. Like, I don't got, I don't got that kind of time. I ain't got that hands. much dough. You know, real, like literal dough. <laughs> Not even money. Guys, you can dough. Kind of like actual dough. <laughs> like, I don't have that time. I don't have that kind of space in my oven. Okay. I mm-hmm. just don't yeah. have it. So, yeah. Yeah. So, think about that for a second. With your re receipts, though, like, I guess kind of like to wrap up all mm-hmm. of our angst towards re-receipts because I think we just kind of agree that we have a general angst and we're trying to channel why we have this angst. I mean, we have angst in general, yeah, for all things, <laughs> but but today we have specific angst. Yeah. So you know, since this is open ended, we have to dig into the why. We have to dig into the root of yeah. why this happens. And my hypothesis is that it is highly dependent on the medium. Mm. Yes or no? What do you think? I think it's definitely the medium, too, because, like, there's a different kind of audience for your text message, for your Facebook, mm-hmm. even for your email receipts that you get at work for Outlook. Like, you told me about that. Like, yeah. there's a different sort of communication stream that you get with text messaging. It's super intimate. Right. It's a person that it's in your phone that you communicate in a way that you don't want um, NSA seen on Facebook, essentially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then you have Facebook where it's like, oh, they're not, you know, they're friends enough for you to message them on Facebook. But also there are more French friends and people that are in your group that you don't even know that or you've been communicate with them once. But, you know, if you didn't organize the group necessarily, then that's something that. Um, you just be a part of right, exactly. Because like, there's a, on Facebook, I'm in a couple of Facebook groups messages that um, I know most of the people, but not everyone. Mm-hmm. But I'm still part of that, right? And in those instances, read receipts are great. Like, mm-hmm. f- like as it's it's kind of sounding like read receipts are really great for people who are like they're in that middle ground of I'm not very personally tied to you like exactly. a great friend or 
like a great acquaintance, but more like kind of a passing acquaintance or like good people we should be in a group with. Sure. You know what I mean? Where yeah. it's like it's it's a great thing to know that they've seen mm-hmm. said message. Right. Or like you're not necessarily speaking to the group as a as a collective, but right. like reaching out to certain people. And if that one certain person or those certain select people in that group saw that message, then that's fine. And that's a validation that you need. Right. Almost like it's good for passive information, not necessarily right. direct information. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Whereas a text message is like, oh, we want to talk to you exclusively. Right. Even it's even more like there's like group texting in your text messages, obviously. Mm-hmm. But when it's like a direct on one-on-one person right like a one-on-one conversation because then it gets tricky you know what i want to say like that has something to do with the fact that it's kind of assumed like let's say we're having our one-on-one conversation right here imagine if we had vocal read receipts happen every time we say something back and forth to one another like i say hi share and then something above says share has heard your message to her yeah like like a sim yeah exactly and that's the thing that sounds completely asinine yeah and condescending and and reductive and redundant it's like look i don't need that constant reminder that this is happening if we're in conversation there's no need for that to happen we're obviously reading each other's messages and i think that's why read receipts get such a bad rep because Mm -hmm. it's an unnatural behavior for one-on-one communication Mm -hmm. versus something along the lines of let's say a um a Facebook group message mm-hmm. where there's about 10 participants and it's for a party and right. somebody posts the address to the party in the group. Mm-hmm. It's helpful to say seven people have seen this message. So that way you have a good idea of, okay, everyone knows where we're going. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like the equivalent of like you put up a bulletin board in yeah, a like, job place. Yeah, and it's exactly. like, yeah, I want to know how many people have seen that. Right. Versus if I'm talking to somebody on my floor at the job, right. I don't need to know Hey, did you hear what I just said to you? <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. And and then there's again too with like the kind of um relationships you have with that person that you're texting with. Sometimes you don't want to have that person see what you're seeing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need that anonymity on the, the anonymity. Anonymity, yeah. You need that. Yeah. And you know, I think that's why I think that it sucks that I would like to have free receipts on group messages and stuff like that in certain mm-hmm. contexts, but I just can't have it with single with just on one on one, so I just don't have that at all. Right. So it's something it's something that I just have to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. The fucked up thing is that um you may not have it, but the other person does. Right. And so even if you don't want to necessarily sort of know when that person has read that message, you still see it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another thing too, because like in one on one conversations they have that re receipt and they can't see yours. But they know that they have the re receipt. So like I know they saw mine. I don't know if they ever received mine. Right. If, if, they, if they saw what I sent them, mm-hmm. and it's just like that weird, like, like obligation mm-hmm. and pressure, and just thinking about it now it gives me so much pressure and so much anxiety. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like holding my breath, like, uh, uh, kind of I know. like now. Just All of our breathing it. has gotten really shallow during this conversation. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I definitely think like re receipts are good. Like mm-hmm. I feel like re receipts needs to have their Hunger Games moment right now, okay. where <laughs> they're all great and said and done, but they got way too big for themselves, and they need an uprising to be burned down and started over from the beginning. What do you? Yeah, uh, I'm I'm not feeling that analogy so much. <laughs> I mean, I, I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it, but um... re receipts are District Thirteen. <laughs> okay, James. <laughs> You're, you're too, be too far deep into the, into, too the, deep. into the Hunger Games hole. It's a little bit. Um, mm. 
they have a time and place. Yeah. They really do. And I think that there just needs to be some evaluation as far as like when those receipts or that feature should be turned on. And I honestly think a filter for the re-receipts is a really good idea. Mm -hmm. It should be like a Dropbox if you put the, like, you know, how they slide over to the switch. There should be like a Dropbox, like a Dropbox underneath and saying, okay, would you like, would you like to choose the people that you have this receipt for? Or like only use it for group messages, Mm -hmm. group MMS. That would be something that I would be interested in. Mm -hmm. Because at least then I would get it for only a certain type of message, not a blanket mm-hmm. text messaging option, which I think is a little unfair. Yep. So that's where my my heart is, where yeah. I feel like that option should be. And it should be for group texting only, not for individual. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's my two cents. So if any developers for iOS, yeah, Android, I, I know one. Windows Phone, I might have to like give them a text message like, "Yo, man, so I've got some, I got some ideas." That very sad Windows <laughs> Phone user. <laughs> Please make us give settings for receipts, and thank you, Rachel Hyman, yes, for this wonderful you. idea Absolutely. and letting us vent about read receipts. And and listeners, if you have ideas, send them along. Like clearly, we take requests, so. <laughs> Like, like any good DJ, any good audio personality would. So mm-hmm. if you have um, ideas or any conversation that you think needs to get our detailed and uh, anxiety-ridden analysis, <laughs> analysis, you should uh, send us an email at openended.fm slash contact, or you can email us directly at the open-ended podcast at gmail.com if you do send that email through outlook make sure you make it a high priority email and you request a read receipt and we'll make (laughs) sure to answer it or you can just hit us up on twitter Mm -hmm. where we are at open-ended fm and we will continually hide that notification until we decide to answer it yes because we're petty because we're petty petty as fuck Times the James. It's technically 529 p.m. Central Daytime Standard. But, but what time is it? It's about to be 530. But like what time is that for? Does it begin with Lopen Call? Getting closer. Open call? Open call. Open call time. <laughs> <laughs> That's an audience. So, share. What are you digging this week? Um, I'm digging this week. Um, music wrap ups. Before, um, when I was younger, I was really into movie wrap ups for end of year, TV shows end of year wrap ups. But, um, more and more, I'm getting more in love with music ones top 10 list top 50 list and the best one out there is definitely npr's all songs considered hosted by bob boylan and robin hilton they do a year-end wrap-up and they usually have two other um hosts with them and it's usually stephen thompson and more recently last few years has been ann powers who are all npr djs and npr music family and um it's really it's really great because they do like pretty much 
quarter by quarter, like the first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, and the last quarter of the year, dissecting different songs, different trends, and uh, just important albums. And I think their um, description of the of uh, the Kendrick Lamar album that came mm-hmm. out this year, Pim- uh, "To Pimp a Butterfly," was really, um, is really, it was really good. Like, I, and I, I wish I was a better word to say for it because it wasn't as in depth as I wish it would have been, but it was good just because it, it gave the general tone of what that album was. Right. And I think I was um, lucid one that I've heard in, in a while, just because the album came out back in March. But um, and it's gonna be can't an believe album. it's been that long. I know. How about you, James? So I am digging Gail from Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, fuck Peta. Sorry. Yeah. 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 I'm Gail team. I'm team. Long. Team Gail. He- fuck Peta. Peta. You know, I want to give spoilers, but, you know, PETA, really disappoint me, brother. I'm all about Gale, Gale though. because he seems to be severely underrated in the Hunger Games environment. Yeah. Not only and that, he's but... breathtaking. Yeah, you know, he's a good-looking guy, you know, like, has a really nice, solid haircut. He's a brunette. The jawline, though. Yeah, it's really, really solid jawline. And also Those another shout-out for Gale, because... I haven't seen some good fan fiction that involved Gail and, um, why am I forgetting her? Katniss, Katniss, I want to call her Katnip, (laughs) but Katniss, I've not read some good fan fiction involving Gail and Katniss. Have you been reading fan fiction though? Yeah. Oh my god, you're, you're in it now! I'm in it. You're in it, like, that's when, that's when you know you're in it, we're like, going to fanfiction.net. Yeah, I was or at, going I was, to the live yeah. journal. Yeah, I was at fanfiction.net, and oh the first one god. I read was To Kill a Mockingjay. Oh my god! Oh my god, get to link that in the show notes, please. Yeah, no. Just so I, I can read it. I will. I will. Um, oh, that's yes. beautiful. I'm so, so happy this, for you. <laughs> so, this is a personal You popped your fanfiction cherry. I did, I did. And I felt guilty, but I just like went into it. So. It's a personal shout out to you, Gail, because you don't get enough credit in the Hunger Games no. universe. I will Gale be seeing is, the last. Gail is Bay. Yeah. We saw the first three, finally. Finally, <laughs> we caught up. I know we're several years late. No, you're fine. I haven't listened. Um, I haven't, no, listen, geez. I haven't watched the third one, so. Yeah. And we will be seeing the last one probably in this next week. So I want to talk about so much about it, but I don't <laughs> want to give up. Maybe we should just do like a bonus episode just about like all the thematic like historical references of the hunger games everything from like the women's rights movement to the civil rights movement to there's so many little things in hunger games but for sure that is another episode totally until then my open call is to you gail Mm -hmm. hometown boy baby boy We did it. We did it. We did it. Yeah. Yeah, like we usually do. We did it. Episode thirty-one, fam. Thirty-one, man. What? What? What about our thirty-one? So I guess it's about? like, uh, should I start? You know, keeping an ovulation chart. Thirty-one. Thirty-one. I think that is the point. Are thirty-one still millennials? Is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah, so we're still millennials. We yeah. still New York New York Times still thinks we're millennials. Um, <laughs> yeah, and anybody born after in between nineteen eighty three and two thousand three is mm. a millennial. All right, um, screwing up the universe. That's what we do. <laughs> and we're saying this as like twenty year olds. Maybe we should ask Trin from the last know, episode. Right? See, like Trin, what do you think about thirty one? <laughs> what do you think about thirty one? So until we find out about thirty one, we want to give a special thank you. 
to the Chicago Podcast Cooperative, or as we call them, the CPC. Mm-hmm. And if you liked us, you very well might like the podcast, What Else? What Else is an interview show spanning various topics and fields of endeavor. It's like the Charlie Rose show, but with less Charlie. And that is What Else here at the CPC. We also want to give another shout out to next week's guest, which is the fabulous Savannah and Alex of Roboism. Yeah, um, they talk about feminism and robots, mostly robots. Yeah, so like we're about to get like so fucking geeky next episode. So I hope y'all are ready for that. Yeah, I'm ready though. And (laughs) y'all are never ready. (laughs) And another special shout out to Iron Galaxy for sponsoring this week's episode. Mm -hmm. If you like us and you love us, and if you don't, why are you even listening? Yeah, we don't don't care about you. We don't even want you here. (laughs) You should definitely tell your friends about us. You should like send a little tweet. Maybe you should mail your parents a letter or postcard featuring the URL. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe. Yeah, maybe Carrier Pigeon, you know, send it to their AOL account. Maybe put an Outlook read receipt on there about our episode. Maybe some AIM shout outs, man. Maybe an AIM shout out. Give us an away message shout out. Um, yes. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> maybe you can set us as your autoplay oh God, on your please. MySpace page. Oh my God. Please do that. Please. I would love you forever yeah. and I want links. Yeah, so if that. you do that, please send a link uh, as, as an autoplay. Um, or if you, or also if you feel so inclined, you can send us a little cash mm-hmm. um, at openended.fm slash donate page. Um, you know, start off as a member or send us a little bit of cash, whatever you choose. We appreciate any kind yeah. of you decide to give to us. Yeah, and another special thank you to U plus one F six zero C, which is actually myself for creating the music for yeah. the show. And can, you, can we give like a special little shout out to the lit ass music for open call because it got me body rolling last week i was like okay we doing this yeah we doing nah. this now? you okay. know i have a lot of stuff laying around and i just want to tighten uh-huh, some stuff sure. up you know so uh-huh. it's all good okay it's all good so we've made it through another week I did it. and Woo. as we say at the end of every episode keep things open-ended let's do it rob <laughs> <laughs> That is a different kind of podcast. <laughs> you just trick your tooth. <laughs> no, not this time. Th- that will be B roll. All right. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's Woo! let's let's do this. Okay. So we're gonna start this in three, two, one.